The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. No, it's not. What do we call it now? It's it, it's going to be a morning of awesome is what it's going to be. It's going to be called Rick and the... Why do you go first? Oh. Why do you... I don't know. <laughs> Rick and Nate, Worthington and Shellman. I don't know. Sounds like a bad law firm. So Mike's on vacation and uh, Chris just didn't want to come in. I mean, pretty much. Well, I can understand why he's sad. Did you see the Sunday night game last night? Mm-mm. I don't watch those teams. It didn't end in a tie. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. If you're a Giants fan, you're very happy. If you're a Washington fan, you call in with bad excuses as to why you can't come into work. I was still in a half coma form after the Raiders beat the Patriots yesterday in the craziest way possible. I can't begin to tell you how many times I have to tell the girls earmuffs when I'm watching the Raiders play. Wait, because you're swearing that much? I do. All game long. Before the game starts, I'm pre-gaming by getting my F-bombs ready to throw at Derek Carr. I throw them on a regular basis. I mean, it... Someone's got to throw something. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. But it all worked out for you. I mean, it did. Kinda. You don't don't get all high and mighty on me. No, I'm not. Based I'm not on doing that, based on the lack of wins the Raiders have had this year, I'm just saying my team makes me extremely angry. I I compare. I have it no to idea what you're talking Bru- about. Bruce Banner and the Hulk kind of is the analogy I like to use. Be a Browns fan, Rick. No, look, I've, I understand that you have your pain as well. I'm saying thirty years worth of garbage for you and. 20-plus years of garbage for me combined, we're really awful people Oh yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. And, yeah, and Nathaniel over there, shut up. Apologize to all the kittens I've kicked over time. (laughs) Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. I I scare children. I scare dogs. I, you know. Maybe it's you. Maybe nobody wants to work with you because every time you fill in on the the show, I get emails. I get calls. I actually get handwritten messages. And I've wanted to talk to you about it for some time. You get handwritten messages? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They can write? Letters. Uh, <laughs> hey, back at you. Hoi! Hey, I'll be here all week, folks. Apparently, you are the worst. You are liberal. Uh-huh. You need to go back to where you came from. Where'd you come from? Well, I was in Nevada before I came here. Okay. But you California need to go back there? And yeah, hello. I- you need to go back to to wherever you came from, mm-hmm. because you are you are just a bad bad person. Okay, I'm I'm paraphrasing. Right, I I know. I don't want to I don't want to give them the full Raiders fan version of the letters I get. Well, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much for um you know the handwritten notes, especially. And now I'm here. By the way, yeah. It's apparently it's so bad. Not even Walton wants to work with you. <laughs> What is it? Uh, what I, is it about you that turns people off or makes people angry? Well, here's the thing. I, Hold I, on one second. Okay. 208-336-3700. No, I'll, I'll get your answer. I want everybody else's answer. Okay. 208-336-3700. What is it about Rick Worthington that bothers you? I'm, I'm interested because I work with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we run into each other at least once a month. 
because <laughs> I do everything I can to avoid you. But <laughs> and I oh, that's how the show is going to start today. And I don't. What's wrong with Rick? <laughs> What's wrong with Worthington? What is it about Worthington that is so off? But listen, I'll give you potato bowl tickets. Uh huh. Really? We're giving Not tickets you away. Them. Oh. <laughs> You get a media pass. Uh, if you're listening now and you have a problem with Rick Worthington, I have uh, potato bowl tickets for tomorrow. This is the funnest show I've ever started. This is terrific. Please let me know what is it about Worthington. Just get their name and number. We'll we'll, we'll get the best answer. 208-336-3700. Pounds, this is not a joke. It's 611. I know they don't start the, the show by doing giveaways. Now I'll take your answer. Now okay. you've had plenty of time to think about it. I am I am what you would call um, honest. I think that's part of my problem. Okay. I'm not willing to just lay down the uh, conservative talking points because we're a conservative radio station. We're not a conservative radio station. We're a news talk we're station. We're a news talk station. Okay. But we, we do. Um, I, w- I would say we slant to the political right based with the on shows. The, with the shows that are on not, not the not news department the, no absolutely not okay you know okay so if i don't necessarily agree with what the hardcore conservative line is mm-hmm. i'm not willing to say otherwise i'm just going to tell you how i feel i i don't believe that i'm always right i think that i just go with what my gut tells me i will say this for the audience that uh mr worthington does wear a number of hats. He has one gigantic skull, okay, and it takes a number of hats to cover that cranium of his. So you, the primary hat <laughs> you wear, it, it, and it might it, it might be you know, it might be ego or it might be actual size of brain. I, I don't know what it is that makes your head, which by the way looks uh, larger now the more goal. weight yeah. you lose. I uh, thank you. Yeah. So first, primarily, you are news director. News director. Full time news anchor. That's that's the job that I'm getting paid for. Then every once in a while, every once in a while, you are asked to be a commentator. Okay, occasionally that is the other job that I have to do. I have to sit in for, for either a news commentator, yeah, or a sports commentator, which mm-hmm. you do, which you did during. Oh God, is that sore for you? No. Okay. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Which you did during Bronco tailgate, Bronco uh, Bronco game day. Okay, so it's three different hats that you wear here at the station. So people are used to just getting the who, what, when, where. Now sometimes get the why or how you actually feel about things. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually have calls like, if you have, because I get the email, so don't pretend like, oh, nobody, nobody's got a problem with him. If you have a problem with Rick Worthington and he bothers you, his general existence, first of all, I understand. <laughs> Secondly, tell me. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone, 1-800-529-KBOI. Right now, KBOI News Time 614. We doing sports? Yeah, we're going to do sports here. Brought to you by the Pork Belly today. Best breakfast and lunch in CUNA. Downtown. Pork Belly. Eagle to prove it to you. See the entire menu at porkbellyidaho.com. So first and foremost, Boise State football team finishing its season with a 35-32 win in the Frisco Bowl over North Texas. 
Lots of people have asked. I don't know what was said in the post game between the two head coaches in the middle of the field. It looked like they weren't very happy with each other. I don't know what was said. They didn't throw any punches. I'm st- I'm still shocked nobody got ejected. I am a little bit as well. All right, Bob Beeler tells us more about the 35-32 win. Boise State rushed for a Frisco Bowl record 318 yards, with 240 of them coming in the second half. Freshman Ashton Genty led the way with a career-high 178 yards and talked about the turnaround. I don't really think there was much adjustments. It was more just, you know, our mentality, our energy, our juice, because we weren't playing with that in the first half. You know, we were playing with juice and a lot of energy and passion, and we're going to go out there and make plays. Quarterback Taylor Green was the offensive MVP and middle linebacker Zeke Noah the defensive MVP. The Broncos ended their season 10-4 and and will look forward to signing day on Wednesday. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Three touchdowns for Taylor Green in the game, two on the ground, one by air, and he was the offensive MVP of that game for good reason. Look, Genty, Taylor Green, ugh, the future is very, very bright for Boise State, something Coach Avalos did talk about after the game as well. KBOI News Time is 616. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. They didn't want to come into work today, so... Uh... <laughs> so here we are. It's me, Nate Shellman. He's Rick Worthington. And Rick, uh-huh. I disagree with you. I think we're probably going to get over 100 calls. Well, I... Thought maybe a little more, but I every it certainly time, seems like after the show you get plenty. Every time you fill in, this doesn't happen with me, and I make a living of making people angry. Yeah, you don't even try. No, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. I'm kind of jealous. I try to tick people off, and people love me. You don't try to tick people off, and you are massively successful mm-hmm. in. Doing just that, ticking people off. Yeah. So, yeah. I would like the audience to tell me what it is. Where I got Rick's pompous answer, but I want the audience to tell me what it is <laughs> about Worthington <laughs> that bothers you. 208-336-3700. All anti-Worthington calls. Don't swear, by the way. All anti-Worthington calls will be thrown in the hopper. This is a real, real contest. See, this is this is why you're so popular, because where I could be screaming, yeah, say it to my face. Instead, it's Shellman over there saying, well, he's right here. Say it to his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just sit here and, you know, I'll take it all in. Joy, 336-3700. Let's go first. Doug Meridian, you're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, guys. Um, you, you, you two together are like a stick of dynamite that's lit. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know about a stick of dynamite, but I am definitely lit. But go ahead, Doug. Something, something <laughs> explosive. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the other thing is that the trouble with Rick is he's a Raiders fan. Mm. Well, that's um, it. I used to live in the Bay Area, and that was a nasty stadium when they came to play. Oh, so you're another Californian? Well, yeah. Originally, mm. when it was a little better. Hmm. I'm not going to lie. If I could change my football status, I could. I, if I could, I would. I just can't do it. You, you, you would. You, be... What? You'd pull for the Niners instead of the Raiders? No, I mean, I just quit football altogether. The Raiders have done that to me 
over the last 20 some years. See, you know what? Make me angry. See, I can't I, I, do it, though. Appreciate the call, Doug. I, I feel like people are skirting along the greater issues that are at hand. This is not about football. Yeah. Well, the, here's the problem. I haven't said anything that ticked him off yet today. So give me a minute. No, no, no. But you will. That's yeah, the thing. You will, will eventually say something that ticks somebody off. Either me or them, maybe Nathaniel. Who knows? Somebody will get mad at something you say because you have this very um, uh, d- d- dry delivery that you have. But you know exactly what you're doing. I don't. I don't want to say you're. you're <laughs> I don't want to say you're schmarmy. But uh, you know, I, I don't I, even know what that is. What is that? I. I don't want to say. Well, why don't you? Well, I'll, I'll keep. I'll, I'll keep telling you. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say it's. I don't want to say it's overly pompous or arrogant or um, passive aggressive. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going off the top of my right. head. You just just, just keep going. Just riffing. KBOI News Time six twenty six. Traffic and weather right now. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. I have seen this hook and ladder touchdown now five times. Which hook and ladder are we talking about? Raiders and... Oh, you mean the the one that Mac Jones got his face stuffed in the grass. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Now, how how can you see this? Your team win, and and this is why people don't like you. Your team won, and you're not happy. Oh no, I was plenty happy. I just I was cussing them the whole game. Look, the Patriots handed the game to the Raiders. Well, Raiders threw, didn't go get it. Threw it to them. Yeah. No, that's that's a game that shouldn't have been in question. That was a Derek Carr pick six. That was a, we can't get a first down in a quarter and a half. I'm Nate Shelman. He's Rick Worthington. Yeah. We're filling in for Casper and Chris because Mike Casper has uh, 500 vacation days in a year. Yeah. And uh, Chris Walton, much like anybody else, doesn't want to work with Rick Worthington. Yeah. So, uh, that's Nathaniel, thank you for coming in. Should have seen me if the Raiders had lost to the Patriots and what that would have been like. I mean. I get emails. I get uh, I get letters. I've gotten voicemails about people who are very unhappy with Rick Worthington when he does fill in, and I want to know why. I want to know what is it about what is it about Rick? And this is some of it's lighthearted, but hey, I mean, hey, you got a problem with the guy as a as a as a what? Like what? what so many people have a problem with you, and you know this. I know. I know that there are emails. I know that you don't tell me about all the emails. No. No. I mean, there are no death threats in there, right? You're still here. Don't worry oh, okay. about it. All right. I'm just Do, saying. If you call in with a complaint, if you call in with a, hey, here's my problem with Worthington, you your name, should you choose to, your name gets thrown in the hopper for uh, potato bowl tickets for tomorrow. 208-336-3700. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If you hate Rick, we'll give you tickets. Yeah. That's nice. That's a fun day at the radio station. Hates, hates too strong a word. Maybe if you just don't like him. Dean Eagle. You know what? Here's the here's the other funny thing too. We're not at a loss for calls. So, <laughs> Dean Eagle, you're on News Talk KBOI. Go ahead, Dean. Well, the bottom line is I've been listening to both of you guys since I moved up here seven years ago, and I both the morning show and Nate you in the afternoon. I'm sorry. Um, I stopped watching the little morning show or listening to the morning show and moving over to a different station just because.
because I I can't take anything. I, I want to listen to the real analysis of the news and what's going on out there. And it's all I get is flippant, backhanded, you know, funny. Try let's be funny, funny about all the stuff that's going on in the world today. And then in your case, I know you're flippant. So I can at least tolerate it, and it's you know we're not going to get it. We're solve any world problems, but in the morning I want to listen to the news and hear something that's true, and I don't. And uh, you and, don't get. Wait, are you saying are you saying Rick is spewing lies? I'm not saying he's spewing lies. He discounts things. Uh, they're they're they kid around. Everything's a joke. Everything's a joke. Let's make a joke about all the things that are going on in the world, and uh, you know. And there's a lot of conservatives out here that moved up here for a reason. And mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you right now, and, and I told these guys about a year ago this, and they said, good, we don't you want you anyways. Because, you know, you're, you're, you know, I'm a conservative. That's what I listen to conservative talk radios for. for. And you guys, when I came up here, thought that's what you guys were. And you're not. And it's, uh, to me, it's just, uh, I listen to two, three guys joking around most of the time in the morning. And a lot, a lot of people I know, same thing. We've, we've changed to listening to things that, you know, really affect our lives, really. And it's like, if you just think you're, the radio station's here so that we can escape the real world and listen to something funny and have good old good folks, then, then real great. I, you know, I can turn a lot of radio stations on for that. So I, I've moved over to a different station. So, But you're here now. Just, I yeah. don't care. And I know you don't care about that, so. But you're here. But you're. It's just weird that you keep telling me that you flipped over to another radio station. But you're here. Well, because there, that that guy went on vacation for two weeks. Uh, so, you know. well, I'm, I'm I'm glad we're third choice. I'm in there somewhere. I mean, huh. I usually don't joke about local news. No, I think we just do local news, and then you know the the hosts may or may not. You know, joke you know what we need to do. We things. need to have the callers heap praise upon us before they go on. Before they go ahead mm. with their call, mm. that that would be something we should do. Mm. KBY, at least he knows that you're flipping about it. Yeah, you know? I mean, well, me, I'm just a jerk. It's flipping for no reason. Just, I'm flipping from space. Tonight at ten, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate Shellman here, filling in for Chris Walton. He's Rick Worthington, filling in for Mike Casper. Together we are not Casper and Chris. We're something else entirely. You don't even need to know. Just We're just the second string. That's it. Uh, now, that being said, I mean, the Giants did win 20-12 to last night over the Commanders. That's all right, Commander fans. And that's... It'd be all right. Might be why Walton's not here today. Hey, speaking of the Commanders, there's a Commander that very well may be indicted soon. ABC News is telling us this morning, January 6th committee meeting today. And their sources say that they are preparing to urge the Department of Justice to prosecute Donald Trump for obstruction of an official proceeding and conspiracy to defraud the United States. Another criminal charge under discussion is insurrection. The January 6th committee will meet later today. Now, see, there's a there's an ongoing contest right now. Call mm-hmm. in and tell me your problems with Rick Worthington. And the tone in which you delivered. Was it the transition that would make people upset? Speaking uh, of commanders. For me, it was the tone. Oh. Yeah, for me, it was it was more the tone. Okay. I got, a, I got an excited vibe out of that. 
like you were happy about it. Like that that's that's how you seem to be re- I'm sitting right now. I can see your face. Right. If you had a tail it would be wagging. What? You seem very what? happy. You seem very happy. It's a news story. I just read the news. Mm. I didn't I didn't slant it. I read I read the thing. You read it with a positive timbre in your voice. There was no timbre. Frank, don't go anywhere. We got we got a call from Frank here. Hey, by the way, if you have a problem with Rick Worthington and, and his face and the way he talks and delivers news, hey. 208-336-3700, tell me why, and if your answer might make you eligible enough for Potato Bowl tickets. Right now, KBOI News Time, 645. Time for sports brought to you by the Pork Belly, downtown Cuna. Stop by for a delicious breakfast or lunch. Large portions that'll fill you up at family-friendly prices. Open every day, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Do you root for France? Do you root for Argentina? Who do you root for when it comes down to soccer and the biggest, biggest of all soccer matches in the entire world? I was pulling for Argentina. I was, too. Okay. Go America. I'm going to play this here story here, Nathaniel. Here we go. The final going into extra time. Messi putting Argentina back on top. But the French not backing down, drawing a penalty with just minutes to go. Mbappe netting the equalizer, forcing a penalty shootout. Good job, Pierre. Argentina scoring the winning penalty kick. Sheer pandemonium on the streets of Buenos Aires. And Messi, in the twilight of his career, finally lifting one trophy that had always eluded him. Yeah, Messi is going to go down as the greatest of all time. He's going to be Michael Jordan of Better than soccer. Pele? Yeah, I think so. No. After you have had the career that he has, I don't think anybody's questioning it right now. Hey, look, we can we can have those arguments all day long. I'm not very good at them because mm-hmm. I never saw Pele. Mm-hmm. You know? I never saw a lot of these great soccer players. I'm late to the game, but I'll tell you what, he's pretty terrific at Argentina. Congratulations for winning the World Cup. There was some really good NFL football played yesterday. We'll That's have some why clips I didn't for see you. the World Cup. World Cup even was done before the NFL was on. You're just a late bird. You don't get up early enough. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You want to hate? Go for it. It's the way you said it. It was the it was the if you had a tail, it would have been wagging when you said that. Garbage. KBY News Time is 647. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. No, it's not. Stat, get to the phones. Frank, Napa, got 30 seconds. Go. Okay, this is uh, Frank and Napa and uh, Rick. You know, I like Rick when he's in there. And you, Nate, because you both don't back down to anybody. And I'd like to hear you talking because you guys know what you're talking about. And I'm an independent, and I don't know what you guys are, but you don't let anybody tell you what to say. Man, I like Frank. This this I is like going Frank. against what we were trying to do. You were wow. tr- supposed to tell us what problems. All time backfires. Woo! Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. This one's personal. There's a personal what? Uh, 
I mean, I thought I was going to have a little bit of fun as to why people didn't like you on air. And I told people to call in. Yeah. They don't and you wanna... offered them tickets to a football game to call in and say why they didn't like me, Nate. That's you... how you started this Monday morning program. When you're done whining about it. Hey, I'll take some cheese with that wine. People, uh, people, uh, people wanted to sound off. On email, even though I told him to call in. Or Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. I get a message here from Nicholas. Why I don't like Rick Worthington. He has multiple flavors of potpourri in each of his bathrooms. <laughs> and drinks Diet Coke. He also <laughs> can't parallel park and hates puppies. Well, that's just absurd. I do not have multiple potpourri in my bathroom. Just one? No, I don't have any. No, okay. you probably should. It's not a bad thing. I haven't got it, you know. We've all walked in after you in, hey, in the room here. Hey, just, hey. Just, just saying, you might want, might want to at least go with your top five flavors of potpourri. That's so. called crop dusting, Nate. I do that to you on purpose. All right. <laughs> Nathaniel, I got him to laugh. There's one. Hello. Debbie says, I'll let you know what I think is wrong with Rick. It's his intolerance for other views and an unwillingness to search for the truth. Last time I called Debbie in... Debbie said that? Okay. Ironically. Last time I called in before I started my, por- my point, Rick claims he knows me and yells, cut her off. Now, I appreciate that he was willing to at least allow me my point of view. Not, and then discuss his view of what I wasn't supposed to be allowed to say. Rick is one who would censor speech, in my opinion. Kind of like the Twitter government collusion his news reports never cover. Mm. Now, Debbie, in all fairness, the Twitter story is a national story. Rick is the KBOI news news director. You will find that his news reports do tend to cater to the local news of what's going on around town, what's going on around the state. Mm -hmm. National news, we usually leave up to ABC because they are national. Not trying to defend Rick for his intolerance in now, views. Look, Debbie also wanted me to go to wherever it is to hear Mike Lindell talk about his my pillow and his conspiracy theories. Oh, and up north, Coeur yeah, she's like, why don't you go and report on that? It was like, because that's not what local news departments do. Yeah, but you could go and you could tell us all about what the truth is. It was like, you want me to go to Mike Lindell to tell you what the truth is? Well, that's not a very good plan. Is that the resort? No, I don't know what that is. Coeur d'Alene Resort? Uh, he wasn't in Coeur d'Alene. This was the one that was in South Dakota or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah I wasn't going to go to South Dakota to listen to him. If it was at Coeur d'Alene Resort, you'd think about it. No. It's Coeur d'Alene Resort. So it's not local either. Well, it's still I mean, it's Idaho. It's a nice place. I would definitely like to see Floating it Floating green. Point. Yeah. They have a what? Floating green. Really? Yeah. Like the golfing kind? Y- yes. How do you get there? Y- a boat. No kidding. Uh-huh. I'll be darned. Now, now you're interested in Mike Lindell all of a sudden. No. Okay. Not interested in that Marjorie guy. Marjorie Taylor Greene's going to be up there. I know. Yeah. The Kootenai County Republicans mm-hmm. yeah. bringing her in to be the keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. That's terrific. It's a great idea. See, that's sarcasm. That's off-putting to people. Oh. That's just tough, I guess. <laughs> Today's, today's the last meeting of the January 6th committee. How do you yeah. feel about that? 
I think they're probably going to give recommendations to have the Justice Department investigate criminal investi- criminal deeds done by former President Trump. I think that's what we're going to find today. Okay, That's going to be a recommendation, by the way. It doesn't hold any teeth. Right. They're just going to say... We've seen enough that we're we recommending the Justice Department. We think you should yeah. really look into We think you should investigate as if they hadn't. Right. But they can't make them. They can't make them do it. They just say, hey, we found enough here. We think you should investigate this. And uh, these are the you know, charges we think. Insurrection. Hmm. Fraud. Obstruction. Yeah. Conspiracy to defraud the United States. These are all charges that are probably going to come out today. Okay. Recommendations that the uh, that the January sixth committee will make. For for one, I am uh, I'm just happy the damn thing's going to be done. Talk. I mean, I'm all for political theater. Gives us something to talk about, right? But at least have some modicum of representation from another side. This was sure. th- this could not have been more slanted if they tried. And we knew that going in. Sure we did. But to the gross point that they took it was uh for me it was it was so incredibly one-sided. It was it was all it was that was fascinating. Okay. Now let me ask you this because okay. I I understand the point you're making and I I don't disagree with it. Mhm. But at what point do you just look at what's being said in the testimony it's being given and say, okay, that testimony deserves to be heard? Testimony from people that were in the Trump organization, that that testimony doesn't need to be heard unless somebody else is there to try and give it's the not, other it's side of that. It's not a trial. No, it, it I, I realize trial, It was that. a hearing. Yeah. So That's still testimony. Right. This was just a. I, I I think the term witch hunt is overused, but it was it was it was a biased slant from the get go. So as far as testimony, it was it was all handpicked. Yeah, all of it. It was. So if you're going to have something that somewhat resembles an investigation, at some point allow a defense. Hmm. No. Nope, it was all one-sided. It, it, they, they made up their mind before they went in. This is how they, I don't know if this is how they wanted it to end, but this is this is definitely the direction they wanted it to go yeah, from, I, from I agree the outset. That. Yeah, I agree with that. So, all of it. This I'm was sti- not I an still look at the testimony it's been given and say, okay, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear what people on the inside could tell us about what the president was doing that day. But you only heard what they allowed you to hear. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. And and that's that's part of the bias part. And, and a true investigator should at 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 some point say, "Hmm, let's take a look at what happened. Where does the evidence lead us?" Not, "We think he did it. Only show us and air the evidence that supports that theory and nothing else." Okay, so if there are actual charges filed, the, you know, this is up to the, you know, Justice Department of Department. Justice, right? Yeah, they're going to come out and if they say we're going to investigate or there are actual charges that are levied against the former president, are you going to listen to that hearing? Because you would think that that would be, you're going to get both sides of that. If there are charges filed, mm. you're going to get both sides. Can you listen to that? In a courtroom. Sure, in a courtroom. Right. Where you get a chance to give both sides of that story. You're going to be a, you're going to pay attention to that at least, yes. right? yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I would. Because cool. that, that actually would have some amount of weight and gravity. 
and somebody has the right to you know defend themselves. KBY sure. News Time seven fifteen. Time for sports. Brought to you by the best breakfast and lunch in CUNA. Pork Belly, downtown CUNA, eager to, pr- eager to prove it to you. Eager. You can see the entire menu at porkbelly.com and like them on Facebook. Let's give it up to former Boise State quarterback Brett Rippon getting it done once again. This time for the Denver Broncos. Play fake and pass into the end zone. Wide open touchdown, Denver. That is Eric Tomlinson. What a great fake by Brett Rippon. Ah, boy, Rip. Broncos beat the Cardinals 24-15. Take that and stick it in your craw, Russell Wilson. Where's he, he at today? Was he, what casino was he at? I'm not entirely sure, but I'm sure that his lady told him exactly where to go. How about the Jack... What? Wow. What? Was it how I said it? Wow. Was it how I said it? I'm sorry. Jaguars taking on the Cowboys yesterday. Shotgun for Prescott. He drops the throw. Looking, looking. Fires middle of the field, and that ball is... Picked off! It is picked off by Ray John Jenkins! He's running it back along the right sideline! That is going to be a touchdown! That is going to be a touchdown! The Jags are going to win it! If only the Cowboys had a little more practice time at the star. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was Boise State. He's taking that practice time. Uh, I don't think it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, probably not. No. And then there was this. Three seconds to go. It's a handoff. Stevenson up the middle. Breaks one tackle at the 50 to the 45. 40 stiff army spring at the 35. Drops it behind it to Jacoby Myers who circles and laterals it. And it's intercepted by the Raiders. Going the other way. Down the sideline at the 20-yard line to the 10-yard line. Touchdown Vegas. What a wild finish. And there's Rick screaming in the living room doing a booty dance right there. Why they leave out the strong. part? Why did they leave out the part where they palmed Mac Jones's head? That was the greatest thing <laughs> ever. Eat the turf. Raiders beat the Patriots thirty to twenty four in that one. Oh, fun day of NFL football. KBOI News Time is seven seventeen. Time for the morning market report, powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Jeremiah Bates joining us here for our market update. What what are we going to expect in the next 12 days of 2022? Well, hey, listen, no one has the crystal ball. That's going to be my my hedge, my out on this, and just in case I'm wrong. But, you know, historically, if you look at the last week of December, it's what we look at as a Santa rally, right? And usually that is because people are rushing to put money into their retirement accounts, such as 401ks, because the only way you can put money in a 401k is through payroll deferral. Things like HSA. So you're up against these deadlines for the end of the year to money, money to go in. And generally, historically, you see a little bit of a bump for the market. However, what we've seen this year, the uncertainty around recession, the concern around inflation, you have retail sales for last month. Of course, that number was released last week, came in lighter than anticipated. All these things are kind of hovering around the market and those aren't going away. So those are going to be top of mind for investors this week, especially on Wall Street. You have earnings coming through from Nike. You have Micron reporting earnings this week. You also have FedEx. These are some some big name companies across some different sectors that will get some indication of, hey, how are corporate earnings holding up? Because that is a concern going into next year. The concern this year has been inflation, but we're starting to see it decelerate. We're going to start to see some peace of mind around uh, interest rates in the Federal Reserve 
of eventually. But now the worry is recession and how will corporate earnings hold up? We're going to get a good indication of that this week. We also have some more inflation data that will be released on Friday. So even though it's more kind of like a phone-in-in week going into the holidays for most individuals, it's going to be a bit of a, a bit of a busy week on Wall Street that could move the markets. But it's looking to be relatively flat to start off the day in the futures market. Hopefully we see some green on the board. No phoning it in for the money, guys, for the next 12 days. Jeremiah, appreciate the update. Thank you so much. Thank you. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. Nate Shellman here. Rick Worthington over there. Casper and Chris... Well, Casper well, will be Merry back. Merry Christmas, or, you guys. Yeah. Casper will be back uh, next year. Yep. Chris? Chris, he might be back tomorrow. 208-336-3700. Got a couple things going on. Uh, decided to have some fun at Rick's expense because uh, why not? I, I get to do what I want to do. Yeah, you're... Um, you no. didn't have a lot of time to plan a better show. So, like, let's just make fun of Rick today. This is a fantastic show. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Let's make fun of Rick today. <laughs> and uh, haven't been for any lack of uh, feedback. Also, by the way, when we're not making fun of Rick, it is a news day. You may not like the news, but it is a news day. It's uh, expected to be the last day of January 6th, uh, the January 6th committee. Criminal charges is what they're going to be talking about today. They'll be recommending several criminal charges against former President Trump. I want them to recommend what I should have for lunch. Well, it would have just as much precedent. I yes, mean, it would. There isn't anything they can actually do to make charges stick. I want them to recommend what color they that I should paint that one wall in my office. Mm-hmm. I understand. Look, I, I know that the January 6th committee hasn't been extremely popular among conservatives and for good reason but i still think the testimony that was given is worth hearing joy three three six thirty seven hundred paul nampa you're on news talk kby go ahead paul morning guys yeah i thought it was a travesty the kangaroo court that they they, they did i just i totally had to separate myself from watching it or listening to it um you know the guys that were um, put into jail without any kind of attorney, any, any due process, anything. They were just put in jail. Yeah. All right. Uh, when you're done sanding that block, well, we'll continue the call. <laughs> uh, you, you, you've said something over and over and repeatedly that you know you think the testimony was worth hearing, but none of us have any idea what the Department of Justice already has collected because they already are investigating. Yes. They're already looking into it. Mm-hmm. They didn't need a bunch of politicians to get together to tell them what to do. They're already doing that. And the I, I guess, as curious as I love to be, and I love to be curious, when somebody says, this is the only thing you should be looking at, well, wait a second, what other stuff is out there? How well, do we? That, how, that's a great point. How can we prevent January sixth no. from happening again? Look, no, I, don't know. I think you're I, right about have that. Have more by the people. Way. Who whose call was that, Nate? When when somebody starts telling me how I should feel about something, that's when my BS detectors start whirring. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you start telling me I should be enraged over something, that's when I know you're giving me a little bit of garbage. That's called opinion. You should be enraged about these facts. Well, that's your opinion. 
that's when I start, you know, pushing things to the side and saying, okay, that's not relevant. But the testimony that was given from some of these folks that were in the White House and can tell us play-by-play exactly what the president was doing and who was calling and what he said, that's relevant. Mm -hmm. Now, I do want to hear the other side of it. I really do. I really do. But that testimony is worth hearing. And if you're not ticked off about what happened on January 6th, it's no wonder you don't care what's going on at the White House that day. But it's worth hearing as part of the whole, not part of the slant. Absolutely. I want to hear the whole. 208-336-3700. Traffic and weather now. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate Shellman, Rick Worthington filling in for Casper and Chris. Today, the final day of the January 6th committee, where they fully, uh, everybody expects them to recommend criminal charges and... The, the, to the Department of Justice that's already investigating it. The, by the way, the Department of Justice, for those of you that don't know, does not have to heed or re- even respond to the recommendation. No, they don't. By the way, it's scheduled to start at 1 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock local. If you're interested in watching it, I know that that's falling on a lot of deaf ears. But if you want to watch and see what's going on, you could tune in. It'll be all over TV, of course. It's also Bash Rick Day, so if you want to bash where there's did that, it, if there's something that you know you just don't like the you don't you don't like the sound of his voice, I don't or like his, your face or that. You know, I wasn't what? talking about best criticism. By the way, so far has uh, gets uh, uh, potato bowl tickets, right? Excluding Debbie, she didn't get potato bowl tickets. Wow, that's no, just, te- that's discrimination. Te- that yeah. would be discrimination. I was teasing, though. Uh, see, but it sounded serious, and that's why people don't like you. Matt <laughs> Middleton, you're on News Talk KBY. Go ahead, Matt. Good morning. Well, I just wanted to thank you and Rick for having such a wonderful topic this morning. I think it's a great way to open up a show. And uh, I just wanted to harp on Rick a little bit about uh, earlier this season when he was uh, – uh, saying how Bachmeyer should be able to turn around in the next few games. We should see a different Bachmeyer, and then all of a sudden he tanks, and Kaylin Green takes over and uh, steals the show. Ooh, that did not age well. Mm-mm. You know, I I remember the um, I, I remember saying that I wasn't sure Tim Plow should be fired because I didn't know enough about what was going on at the sidelines. But they weren't I, getting I, the job done. That's what I, was going on. I do remember saying Taylor Green and his legs look a lot more reliable right now than Hank Bachmeyer and his arm. Mm. I'll give you that one. However, yep. I, I'll have to go with Bob Beeler because Bob Beeler called it out first, pretty much the first game. They need to do something with the offensive coordinator. They need to do something with Hank Bachmeyer or we're going to have a horrible season. Boy, was he spot on. Well... You know what, Matt? That is fantastic. Matt, hold on. We're going to see, uh, we're going to get you some, uh, Idaho potato bowl tickets. Hold on. Even though that wasn't really a criticism of Rick so uh, it was, much. It was enough. It was enough. Yeah. All right. Get his info. Circle gets a square, 745. <laughs> Time nice for job. sports brought to you by Pork Belly, downtown Cuna. Delicious breakfast or lunch. Large portions that'll fill you up at family friendly prices. Open every day from 7 a.m. To 2 p.m. Speaking of Bob Beeler, Boise State men's basketball team won its ninth game in a row yesterday. Hi, Bob. 
The Broncos beat Oakland 77-57 with four players in double figures. Tyson Degenhart led the way with 17. Chabuzo Abo had 16, Max Rice 13, and Lucas Milner had 10 off the bench. He had three dunks and talked about how they happened. Our kind of our game plan against the zone, uh, I personally prefer, I like playing against the zone because I feel like I can pass it out pretty well. Um, and uh, it was just easy reads, it really was. The Broncos are now 10-2 and two on the season and will play their final non-conference game Thursday afternoon at Santa Clara. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Again, a 77-57 victory for the Broncos. And by the way, here's what Coach Leon Rice had to say after the game. You know, I was worried about this game because that's a, a coach on the other bench has close to 700 wins and he had 12 days mm-hmm. and they changed their offense to what they you know and so we we kind of had zero scout on their offense their defense we knew a little bit what they're going to do but they're it's kind of one of those hard defenses to to get into a flow against because they're going to make you do what they want you to do and you gotta you gotta figure it out i thought we did a way better job in the second half they did and they won the game by the way the broncos back on the road for a game against santa clara that game will be on thursday tip is at three o'clock local time kboi news time is seven forty-seven. get 670 kboi on alexa first say alexa enable the 670 kboi skill then when you want to listen say alexa Open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate Shellman, Rick Worthington filling in for Casper and Chris this morning. You can be a part of the conversation, 208-336-3700, whether it's your feelings on the January 6th committee wrapping up, hopefully today, and if you want to watch that you can find it on tv at 11 o'clock if you want to listen to it uh ain't gonna be here so uh <laughs> well we're not gonna split the signals for that what no 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 oh. you know what we did it for the first day just because i was curious as to how it all went down and i immediately was uh was was uh I immediately regretful. Regretted. Is that the yeah. one? Yeah. The regretful. Yeah. yeah. Immediately regretted it because it was everything I thought it, you know, it was everything I thought it could be, you know, as far as slanted one sided, you know, by the way, the production value was great. And that's what happens when you have a TV producer producing, you know, yeah, I absolutely did. So, which by the way, the department of justice probably doesn't have, but Congress TV does. producer. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, evidence would be good. I mean, evidence of anything they're accusing the president of is is pretty good. They did get some testimony in there. While they may not have had argumentative to the other side, I think uh, some of the testimony is absolutely worth hearing. Yeah, anecdotal. You know, he he didn't accept it. He wasn't happy with it. He regretted it. Uh, According to Mike Pence, he regretted it. Uh, in, In Mike Pence's interview... Uh, the, the only thing that made prime time was what the politicians deemed necessary, deemed worthy. And they, they keep on saying something over and over. We need to prevent something like this from happening again. We need to prevent something like this from happening again, which, sure. which I agree with. I agree with that statement. But it's not just on, you know, the, at the feet of Donald Trump. There are two people there in the Capitol who are responsible for capital security. And there was apparently intelligence. The answer that they get is there was intelligence that was telling both the sergeant of arms for the Senate, sergeant of arms for the House of Representatives that more security wasn't needed. 
Well, apparently that intelligence was wrong. Because anybody who knew that that rally was going on knew that there was a chance of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. More than a chance of shenanigans. In fact, they knew about that so far ahead of time. How did they not stack up security for that? So I'm left with this question, and, and, and Corey, get out of my head. Uh, Corey just uh, got me on Facebook and wants just emailed me. I'll share that email with you next. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. No, it's not. What email? Corey emails me. NativeKBOI.com says, I hope the Republicans hold another January 6th hearing. Seeking the following information. I want to see all of Pelosi's email text phone calls from December 1st, 2019 to current. FBI has admitted under oath they had FBI agents in the crowd wearing MAGA gear, both outside and staged inside the Capitol. I want them all under oath explaining their role. I want the Capitol police officers who removed barriers, opened doors, and invited protesters into the Capitol under oath explaining why they did that. We need to see all communication from the Capitol Police to and from the FBI and Nancy Pelosi's office before, during, and after January 6th. This would be just a start to a legitimate investigation. Corey, if you want a legitimate investigation, keep the politicians out of it. If you think any legitimate investigation involves any elected official, I I will argue with you more than I am now. Because I didn't like it. I haven't liked it for the past six months with this. I'm probably not going to like it if it's the, the, the different slant next year. Leave it up to the investigators, people whose job it is to investigate. Politicians have one job, get reelected, look pretty, get themselves mentioned on the news. Special prosecutor? Well, we've heard that plenty. Again, that... That would, you know what? If That's it, why people don't like me. If it comes to that, it. hold on a second. If it comes to a special prosecutor, I would like for that to be the call of the Department of Justice. Yes. Okay. Not any elected body. No. An elected body is political in nature and therefore shouldn't have the say in it. Crimes. It be political if it's from a political person. Crimes occurred. Don't leave it up to a bunch of crooks to investigate it. Get the police involved. Get the FBI involved. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. I think I discovered why you don't bother me as much as you bother other people. I bother you? No, you don't bother me as much as you bother other people. Yeah. You only bother me a little bit. Well, I mean, that's, that's what, I, that's that's what just, I was getting at. It's just like there's a nature. Everybody bothers me. Okay. Um, by the Why way, is I'm that, Nate? Nate? I'm Nate Shellman. He's Rick Worthington. We're filling in for Casper and Chris because they didn't feel like working today. Right. So uh, we are responsible human beings, and we, we come into work. And the show topic is all about me. And January 6th. Uh, you're, you're a fun backdrop. <laughs> to have on this. If you have a problem with Rick Worthington, by the way, 9 o'clock hour, I guarantee you the calls are going to just be showering. Yeah, 
Yeah, there are some emails you haven't read yet that I think are entertaining. However, I consistently do devil's advocate. Yeah, you do. All the time. That's why you don't bother me. You don't okay. bother me at all when it comes to that. Also, I I do take a position, and maybe I do it in a uh, more entertaining, uh, b- better way in the afternoon, that mm-hmm. There are there are some things that a number of people in the audience don't want to hear. You know this. It doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's political fandom, sports fandom. You you don't want to hear your baby's ugly. No parent wants to hear their baby's ugly. No fan wants to hear their 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 team sucks or that the person they like might not be the best. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Nobody wants to hear it. Parents of ugly babies don't need, don't want. Yeah. And oftentimes, people that don't want to hear that will go somewhere else to hear what they do want to hear. And that's fine. And I'm not that guy. It's 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 a free country. Um, Robin says, I'm not going to bash Rick too hard, but here's the thing. <laughs> By the way, I love it when people start. I'm not going to bash him too hard, but he's not shy about sharing his dislike of President Trump. No, I'm not. Not shy about it. So when one tends to not like someone, they'll listen to anyone who has something bad to say about said person. The January 6th committee is simply a waste of time, taxpayer money, and, well, a Trump-bashing arena for Trump haters. If this was a true court of law where each side presents its case, then I would pay attention. Happy Monday. These are fair points, by the way. Absolutely. Are Are you watching, paying attention to the January 6th committee because you dislike Trump? Or because it's news. Because you are actually the news director. Well, I I concede that I don't like President Trump. Okay. 100%. Okay. That's not while I'm, that's not the reason I watch. Mm-hmm. I watch because it's actual news and I think it's interesting, but also because I'm very angry about what happened on January 6th and I want as much information as I can get. I can only get information right now from the January 6th hearing. Nobody else is giving me any information. I want all of it. This is all I'm getting right now. You don't like Trump? I don't. Do you like Pelosi? No, I don't. Okay. See? I mean, so, for those of you, oh, well, he must love Pelosi. No. 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 I, I'm not I'm not crazy about Barack Obama. I'm not I'm really not crazy about Hillary Clinton. I don't like Donald Trump. I would love to see somebody else be the Republican candidate. 208-336-3700. Ed Meridian, you're on News Talk KBY. Go ahead, Ed. So I was listening to when you were saying that you wanted the Justice Department to investigate rather than Congress, but I don't think that you're going to get any more fair of a shake there than you're going to get from a select committee either. And the point being is that if we as the voters are doing our job on Election Day, if we don't like what we see in the the January 6th committee, we can vote new people in, and and we did. Mm -hmm. But when you're dealing with the Justice Department, you've got appointed government officials, and we don't have a direct vote on that, and they tend to be even more partisan than Congress in a lot of ways. So I, I, while I, I feel you, I, I don't think Congress does a very good job of investigating. I, it's I not think their job. The Justice Department, at this point, the Justice Department is, is a worse option. Well, I, and, and I, you know what, I, I, I actually get that, and I knew as soon as I said, hey, call the FBI, leave it up to them, that a number of people would call in and say, well, you can't trust them either. However, that that's true. When when your pipes break, you call the plumber. 
when the light doesn't work, you call the electrician. You need the electrician. You don't call the pundits. You don't call your next door neighbor. Hey, what do you think is wrong with it? Well, I can tell you what's wrong with it. The pipes burst or the switch doesn't work. That's all the politicians are doing. Well, you can get you can hire a plumber. If you don't like the plumber, you can call a different plumber. Yeah. But the Justice yeah. Department, you've you've got a crappy plumber, and you got no options. So I I don't know that there's necessarily a good solution to it. And I, I hate to call and not offer up a solution, but I just wanted to make that point with you. Uh, I appreciate the point, Ed. I do. You know, I, I th- I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless phone. You know, this isn't a court. It's a hearing. It's a committee. They've made up their mind. They've said it in the news bites that there is no doubt in their mind. They're making the opening and closing argument that any prosecutor would make in a courtroom. Problem is there was no trial. There was absolutely no trial. The testimony in itself is relevant. The questions that are being asked are slanted. When you're listening to the testimony that's being slanted. Well, yeah, it is. I admit it. I think anybody that watches it would say, well, yeah, they're they're trying to, to make a point here. But the testimony that's being given is relevant. It's sworn testimony by people who are in the White House and or around the insurrection itself. And what they have to say is relevant. The people that are asking the questions are asking slanted questions. I admit it. But the testimony is relevant. I have a nearly impossible trivia question. I have kind of. Is, can it be fifty-fifty? Go for it. I, I no, mine, mine's a little more. Mine's a little harder. Okay. I was going to do like multiple choice A or B. <laughs> Give you that question first. Bronco Sports today. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman. This afternoon, three. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate, I don't think you've got the full idea of the segment that we're doing. It's supposed to be the damn near impossible question. You told me to come up with a question. I came up with a question. Guess how many fingers I'm holding up? Not which finger I'm holding up. Guess how many fingers I'm holding up? Okay, fair, fair. Now, Nathaniel can see him. You can't. I'll just be quiet over here then. I'll be a first. (laughs) 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. Here we go. Lori. Lori, guess how many fingers I'm holding. Your chance for $50 to Biscuit and Hogs and Mannheim Steamroller, a CD. For those of you that don't know, a CD is a disc that you put into a CD player. It's like a record, but smaller. And cinnamon and cocoa. Okay. I would have to say, knowing you, Nate, probably one finger. <laughs> you know, I don't really like how people already have these preconceived notions. Well, I wonder why they got that way. <laughs> why would I do that to you, Lori? Because well, you're looking at Nate. me the whole time. Exactly. And it's early in the morning, and you're usually in the afternoon. So, hey, I know. it's all about the attitude, Nate. It, it still is. <laughs> I like her reasoning. It still is. However, Lori, unfortunately, you are incorrect. Vicki. Oh, well, my goodness. Hello. Well, thanks. Hello. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> Would you like to uh, let us know how many fingers he's he's holding up today? Well, since it is not the one, because that's what I had, I'm going to say three. Congratulations, Vicky. Wow. 
Wow. I, Three. Yeah, I know. Wow. This is... <laughs> what? It's, it's about as anticlimactic hey. as the actual Look, trivia question they normally have. It just have. goes right back to Schoolhouse Rock. Three is a magic number. Yes. Vicky, exactly. you got yourself $50 worth of gift certificates to Biscuit and Hogs and a Mannheim Steamroller CD and Mannheim Steamroller Simon and Coco. Awesome. Hold on, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Three is a magic number. Don't sing the song. We know the song. You didn't even know what Schoolhouse Rock is. Got Bronco Monday with Bob Beeler when we come back. Got some bowl game celebration and a sound win over Oakland yesterday. News coming up next. This is Bronco Monday. The ball is caught for a Bronco touchdown. We'll discuss the most recent Boise State game and discuss the upcoming schedule. Now here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob Bob Beeler, on your flagship for Bronco football, News Talk, KBOI. All right, here we go. At 837, Bob Beeler is in studio with me. Now, Mike Casper and Chris Walton are both out, so... That's all right. Nate and I are filling in today. I'm Rick Worthington, by the way. Hi there. I'm glad to see you, Rick. Bob, I'm glad you're here today, though, so we could talk a little football. Exactly. it's, It's the way we should end the season. You and I in here on Monday morning... Wrapping up the season and talking a little foosball. Yeah. Ten wins. I mean, that's a nice season. I mean, in college football, to me, if you finish with ten wins, you've had a good season. Mm -hmm. And Boise State was able to do it. It was a back-and-forth game with North Texas. And, wow. I mean, it was exciting. It was very exciting. Yeah. And, I mean, there were definitely some adjustments made at halftime for both teams. You know, because we didn't see a ton of offense in the first half, but we saw some fireworks in the second. On both sides. Yes. On both sides. And I think for Boise State, the adjustments made was uh, Taylor Green being a runner in addition to Mm -hmm. somebody that was handing off the ball. And I thought that's what juiced up the the running game because you had, you know, Halani did not play after the second quarter. looked like he had gotten shaken up. So it was Genty, Genty, and more Genty. And Mm -hmm. boy, did he look good. He's powerful. He'll run over people. I wouldn't want to have to stand in front of Ashton Genty and try to bring him down. I don't think that would be a, a very good proposition for me. And then Green running to the outside, really had to kind of spread that North Texas defense out. And then on the other hand, you know, with with Boise State's defense being kind of depleted up the middle, they had Matlock, they had moved to end, and then, you know, in the back of the defense, you didn't have Jones or Skinner in the game, although I thought Tubner filled in admirably for Skinner with 13 tackles to lead. But uh, North Texas decided to run the ball up the middle, up the middle, and up the middle again because whenever they tried to go outside, they didn't get much. But up the middle, they were pretty good. And then, as as advertised, their goal was to throw the ball deep down the field. They didn't have a lot of dink and dunk game. And then the one pass that... uh, I don't know where Ani was trying to throw it, but it was almost like Jalen Clark yeah, was, was back there to return the punt. It was like right down the middle. He just flicked it out there, and there was not a receiver yeah. anywhere near it. There was a defensive back. In the, that was the it. Yeah. That was it. And and Boise State got two turnovers, cashed them in for 10 points. You win by three. So, uh, you know, it was one of those games that, you know, as you say, first half was 10 to 6, and the second half was uh, for Boise State 29 to 20. Turnovers are meaningful in every game that you play. And I mean, guys in the NFL, Richie and I talk about it all the time. Anybody that doesn't understand why turnovers are so big, this is it. Mm-hmm. You know, it meant the difference in, in the football game on Saturday night, I, I thought. But sure. more than that, I thought both teams played a pretty clean game. <laughs> well, except for a couple of plays where, when you mean clean game, 
except for the play on the the run with uh, Green going to the sidelines yeah. with the thing in front of the bench. I mean, but, there but, is yeah, that. You're, you're, you're talking about <laughs> clean as far as mistakes. There weren't a lot of penalties. There weren't penalties a lot of penalties. There weren't. And I think one of the reasons is it basically was a bye week. They didn't play the, the – neither team – both teams lost their conference championship, which was the first weekend in December. Mm-hmm. Both teams did not play the second week in December. So it was basically like a bye. And this late in the season, I'm sure that's helpful for the – aches and pains of, of, of an entire football season. Mm-hmm. And then you played the third week of December. I'll be interested to see teams that did not play in conference championships the first week of December that don't play until, say, the week of New Year's Eve. Mm. Yeah. You know, where you have teams that have been off for three to four weeks. That's where I think sometimes you see like sloppiness. the Notre Dames of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No conference championship game. You don't have to do anything until the bowl game. Yeah. Maybe right to send the that. kids home for Christmas too. Absolutely. You know, and then and then, you know, now your opponent is doing the same thing, so it's not like one team has a big advantage over the other team. It it just sort of is what it is. And I, I think sometimes those games have a way of being a little sloppier. After the game, I know that Coach Avalos was really, really excited. It was He was. It was loud. It was a loud well, locker room and well, there was music playing. Well, actually, <laughs> we did the interviews with him on the cell phone. That's how we do it now. Yeah. On the field. They yeah. got him before they even went to the locker room, so you'd hear the music being blared over the, the loudspeakers at the stadium. It wasn't in the locker room. It was the stadium. It was the stadium. Oh, it was at the okay. stadium. And because by the time they go to the locker room, and then they were going to do the press conference in the locker room, i got to thank uh, Boise State Media Relations, Craig Lawson and Sarah Joram. They did a great job for us all year getting us postgame guests. Yeah. But they realized that it would take too long to let him go to the locker room, so... They corralled people, and I said I was joking with Genty. I said it's the only time you've been stopped all game because we had Ashton Genty as our <laughs> offensive player, yeah. because he didn't get to the locker room. He was hell waited very patiently to talk to us. First time we had a chance to visit with him. Yeah, but uh, no, we did it on the field after the game, and that's you know it wasn't the locker room. Now maybe the locker room was also raucous. Maybe they had music in the locker room, but this was the you know after the trophy celebration, uh, you know the presentation and the awards for the MVPs. Uh, no, it was right on the field. I, I'm curious to see what the status of Halani is mm-hmm. moving forward, if we're going to see him for another year or not. And I, I know that we don't have any special insight on whether or not he's going to go pro or not. But when I saw him not return to the game, I thought this is a move to make sure he's not really hurt. Well, you don't want to see anybody hurt. And no, he, and, and, he and he did look like he got shaken up a little bit. He got shaken up. And again, you know, they don't talk about injuries, so you don't know. You don't know if it was more of a precaution or if you just, you know, really couldn't play. I, I think I think George has a has a tough decision to make for himself. Yes, he does. And I hope he makes whatever decision he feels comfortable with because you like to see what's best for the kids. You know, does he want to play another year of college football? I don't know. Does he want, does he, is, is he short of a degree? Does another semester help him? I mean, obviously these guys can do it online. They can come back. That's the, you know, they, they can get it done at some point. If he comes back, how much can he really help his stock? Right. I mean, so he rushes for another thousand yards. The NFL knows what he can do. He's not going to probably get that much bigger or that much faster. And then, you know, you know, what do you enjoy? What do you want to do? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, think that's I, the big I think one. for him. It's I think for him, it's a very tough decision. Could go either way. We'll come back. and We're going to hear from Coach Avalos. We'll do that when we get right back here. It's KBOI News Time at eight forty four. Now back to Bronco Monday on your flagship for Bronco football. News Talk KBOI. 
8.46. Bob Beeler is here with us for Bronco Monday. I'm Rick Worthington. And Coach Avalos, after the game, was animated. He was. He was and, pumped. And, you know, you get a lot of times when you get coaches talking after the game, even when they win, sometimes, you know, they're thinking about next week or, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're pretty even keeled. But as, you, as we said, he was on the field. He was excited. I think he he genuinely was thrilled with the way that things happened, and and we the first question I asked him was about the running game. They averaged you know so many more yards in the second half than they did in the first half. So we talked about the adjustments and why the running game was so much better in the second half. Well, we were able to identify some formations that we can get to and uh, um, create some leverage on the, you know to the front that we were getting, be able to help us handle some of the movements we were getting from their front. And then obviously getting Taylor involved a little bit on the perimeter there. They're giving us a ton of space on the perimeter as to how many bodies they were putting in the box, whether it was through the pass game or obviously having uh, Taylor keep the ball. And I think when Taylor is a threat in the running game, it just opens things up. Because when he goes to the side and tries to go around it, you just watch him gobble up yards with those long strides. Oh, yeah. And if he gets to the corner, and when you sit up in the press box, you can kind of see where the chess pieces are on the board, and on a couple of those runs that he got into the end zone, you could see the chess pieces weren't close enough to the sideline to mm-hmm. be able to get him. Yeah. You know, and I said this, man, I, I I don't want to harp on a former Boise State quarterback that didn't run read option extremely mm-hmm. well, but it was always there, could never run it. It was because he couldn't outrun right. anybody. Taylor Green is not like right. that. Right. Well, I think that's the thing as, as a coach. you got to look at your talent, whatever your talent is, no matter what team you're at. Mm-hmm. Good coaches find ways to accentuate talent. Grant Hedrick was the last quarterback that threw, for, the, the, Hedrick, the threw yeah. for 2,000 yards and rushed for 500 more. That's the last time. Well, yeah. Between Hedrick and Green, what quarterback would you want running the ball? No one, right? Yeah. You wouldn't want Rippin running it. You wouldn't want Hank running it. You wouldn't, you know, maybe a little bit with Montel Cozart, but he was kind of a backup quarterback yes, in he the was. game. But yeah, you, you want to play to whatever the strengths are, no matter who it is. Whether it's a running back or mm-hmm. a receiver or defense, well, play the strengths. And I love adjustments at halftime. And I mm-hmm. thought that's one of the things the Broncos did extremely well this year. And I'm not saying who was responsible for those. But I mean, I know there's a former mm-hmm. NFL guy sitting in the locker room that was helping to make those yeah. adjustments. And then the defense was uh, the group that had to hold on at the end. Uh, North Texas had the ball twice, but they got, you know, in the last couple of minutes, but they were bottled up both times. And coach talked about holding on at the end for the 35 32 win. Well, I'm just really proud, okay? We're, we're working all three phases here, you know, in the fourth quarter from the four minute drill to special teams pinning them down to defense holding them in the two minute drill. You know, that that was huge. It was awesome. It, it takes all three phases to win a game like this. I'm just proud of all the coaches and the players, uh, you know, for growing. You know, we always talk about let's get stronger throughout the course of the game and obviously finish in the fourth quarter, and we were able to do that tonight. Hmm. And uh, Boise State wins at 35-32. You know, at the end of the bowl season, there's usually, what, about 40 bowl games? This one might be one of the more entertaining. It was. It was yeah. really good. I just was thinking, you know, if you'd have told me week one – Boise State at the end of the year is going to have to go to the bowl game and play with their number two quarterback and number two running back, and they're going to be awesome. <laughs> really, <laughs> really? Well, it just it just shows you that you know you get new players. You know, you had a redshirt freshman quarterback and a, and a true freshman running back. 
you know, the the, the future is bright. The future Absolutely. is very bright. And, Absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, you know, you're going to lose some of the six-year seniors. The other, there are some guys that have an option because of COVID. Some will leave. I think, I think Scott Matlock's playing in an all-star game. He was asked, I know, about whether he was coming back or not and said he had made a decision. But if you go play in an all-star game, I don't believe you can come back. I agree. Not, not that he couldn't I agree. pull himself out, but you're going to lose him. Jones is a six-year guy. who He was hurt in the game, so he he's, he's not coming back. Skinner is already declared and why not you're invited to the senior bowl so so good for him and look forward to him you know playing in the in the NFL next season so every year there's always going to be you know Zeke Noah defensive MVP was in his sixth year so he's not coming back so you know they're going to look DJ Shram he's a maybe yeah that's a maybe I'm mm-hmm. I'm very anxious to see what he'll do as well mm-hmm. you know we transition from football into full-blown basketball season and I know we want to talk about that as well because the Broncos have won their ninth in a row. We'll talk about that when we come back on Bronco Monday. Now back to Bronco Monday on your flagship for Bronco football. News Talk KBOI. 8.53. Bob Beeler is here with us on Bronco Monday. I'm Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper and Chris Walton at this particular moment. Bob, basketball wow. season. And the Broncos get it done with a 77-57 victory over Oakland last yeah. night. Oakland from Michigan. It's a suburb of Detroit. So they're not from California. That's different, huh? Yeah, I think a lot of people <laughs> probably thought they were from California, yeah. but no, they were from uh, Michigan near Detroit. Uh, crushed them on the glass, forty-five to thirty-one. Had five guys in double figures. No Marcus Shaver again. That could be concerning. So hopefully he'll be coming back soon as we get ready for league play. Uh, nine in a row. Team is ten That's and nice. two. That's I, nice I think streak. the team has played better than I thought they would. You know, you lost three starters from last year, so mm-hmm. this team has kind of come together quickly. But like last year's team, this team is very good defensively. In the twelve games they've played, nine times the opponent has not scored sixty. That's saying something. Yeah. Defense, nice yeah. job. And they've been holding opponents right around that 32 33% shooting. So that's really good defense. We've got one game left this week before conference starts after Christmas. It is at Santa Clara, which is down in the Bay Area. And uh, it's going to be a matinee game on Thursday. We're going to start at 2.30 with the right. pregame, 3 o'clock with the, uh, with the tip-off. So Here's the thing, I think, about the two losses that Boise State had. And I thought we heard Coach Rice talk to this point, you know, Early in the season, when they were getting those losses, they were still trying to figure out what their rotation was mm-hmm. going to be and who was playing well together. And in quick order, Coach Rice did a really good job figuring that out. Yeah, and and also some of the guys on the bench have gotten a lot better. I mean, he moved Najee Smith, who's a veteran, into the starting lineup. He's bringing off the bench, the Milners, the Sillas, mm-hmm. the Ngangas, the guys that don't have as much experience, and they all of a sudden have started to play a lot better. So I think that's a help because you need more in the rotation. And quite frankly, Jace Whiting, out of Burley, true freshman, has been solid filling in for nice. you know for Shaver. Doesn't score as much, but handles the ball, gets yeah. the ball to the right people. Don't turn it over. Uh, to me, would be an awesome you know backup guard to yeah. Shaver. You want to get Shaver back. Shaver's a guy yes. that can score twenty points. So we'll see what what Boise State does against Santa Clara, and then uh, the Wednesday after Christmas we'll be down. Uh, your your old neck of the woods. We'll be down in Reno to open the season at Nevada. Oh my goodness! By the way, the Boise State is ten and two overall. You've got New Mexico that's eleven and zero. You've got Utah State that's nine and zero. UNLV at ten and one. Those three haven't played a lot of good teams though. San Diego State's lost three games, and yes. they've played a tough schedule like Boise State. Yes. So I think the league is up this year. 
I think the biggest reason I'd say the league is up is, you know, UNLV and New Mexico longstanding have been two of the better teams in the league. But in the last four or five years, those teams haven't pulled their weight. It looks like they're pulling their weight this year. San Diego was good. Utah State's been pretty good over mm-hmm. the years. Boise State's been good. Um, Wyoming has probably got the most disappointing record, but they their best player, the best player in the league preseason poll, yeah. Graham E.K., is injured, hasn't played all year. So sure. they're, they're kind of struggling around 500. I mean, even San Jose State, who's generally the bottom of the barrel in this league in basketball, they're 8-4. and four. Yeah, I was just looking at this. There's only two teams with a bad record, and Fresno State is the worst at 3-7. and seven. And I don't know what's going on there, because Fresno State's usually pretty tough. They're usually in the middle, yeah. middle of the pack. So, yeah, I think this league's pretty good this year. Uh, a lot of tough venues. I've, I've been asking people, like last year, Boise State won the league with three losses. Regular season, they won the league outright with three losses. Right. What do you think is going to get you a, a, a league title this year in the regular season? And I think oh, it's either going to be four, question. and I think you might get a share of the league championship with five. Do you really? Yes. Well, there's a lot of parity. Yeah. That's what that's what fans want to see. I want to go see good games. I want to see it back and forth. What I really like about Boise State right now, though, Bob, I love me some defense. I yeah. love getting after people, causing turnovers, getting after those boards. And that's what we're seeing from Boise State this year. I love what Coach Rice is doing. And again, uh, one more non-conference game than Nevada, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. That weekend, Boise State is off. And then first weekend of January, first week of January, we've got a home game Tuesday night with San Jose and then a Saturday late afternoon game with Utah State, who you mentioned is undefeated. All right, Bob, thank you very much. KBOI News Time is 8. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Guys, have fun talking about your uh, your football, your bowl game memories. Yeah, I had a little fun there. Your basketball. Bob, wrapping, up the, wrapping up the season, just like we should. So if you were listening to Bronco Game Night, with Prater and Ball Game, you probably heard Mr. Worthington also probably tick off people. You know what? Actually, I never get complaints from you on, uh, on, on football on stuff. No, 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 none. I'm pretty, I'm pretty down the line when we're talking football. It's I make just, a lot of sense. Yeah, sports commentary people, people don't mind you. Yeah. News commentary, I should shut up. Been telling you that for a while. But if you know <laughs> what the Worthington play of the game is, two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone, 1-800-529-KBY. You'll get yourself a $50 gift certificate to Lock, Stock, and Barrel. It's good to see them come through. Mm-hmm. I know I, I know you and Bob talked at length about you know who's coming back, what to expect. Um, and forgive me, I did, did you guys get into the uh, post, uh, the, the coaches' handshake? No, no, we didn't, we didn't talk about it too much, and... and for a good reason, because Bob's up in the booth. He sure. doesn't see what's dusting up between the coaches at the end of the game, and I don't know exactly what that was all about either. But Still shocked no one got kicked out. Yeah. There was... I didn't see if there were any punches thrown or yes. not. But it, punches thrown. The, the ref, It looked like the refs were getting hit. There were punches thrown right in front of the refs. Here's my problem. If the initial penalty should have been... Late hit. Should have been the late hit. Yeah. You should have enforced the late hit. Yes. Even if there were, you know, both sides are getting unnecessary roughness. 15 yards, that's the play. But you should have the out-of-bounds hit. Mm -hmm. Should have given the Broncos a first down. Yes. And you should enforce that. Yes. 
They and, blew that. And I'm sorry. I know it's a bowl game, and nobody wants to get kicked out of a bowl game, but you, you can't have that. No, You can't have punches can being thrown. Meanwhile, I didn't see Green in that melee at all, and he was limping the rest of the game. Well, he was laying down. Yeah. I mean, he was the guy that got hit out of bounds, and everybody was jumping on top of him. Look, it was the reason there was a dust-up is because offensive linemen do what offensive linemen do. They run into that group. Mm-hmm that is standing over their quarterback, and they go protect their boy. It's a wrecking ball. And it's worth 15 yards if you're an offensive lineman and you're going to get your boy. That's what your job is. You but, protect your quarterback. But that wasn't the play of the game. No, it wasn't. Margaret, you know what the play of the game was, don't you? Yes, I do. Tell me. It, it was when McAllister McCall, uh, ran 24 yards and made the score and made touchdown, and it was scored 20 to 17 hmm. let's find out green in the pocket throwing the ball over the middle McAllister another Texan with the catch the 15 yeah. jukes a man and scores and Boise State with some big plays is back in front 20 to 17 with 635 to go in the third quarter get you some prime rib that's what you're gonna do mm-hmm. the lock stock mm-hmm. and barrel you're gonna get nice you some job. prime rib Mark, or, or is it a stocking oh, stuff sounds good Nice, nice. Hold on, we're gonna get your uh, we're gonna get your information there. Congratulations, thank you so much. That kind of bittersweet. It was yeah. the last Worthington play of the game. Yeah, season's over. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know what to do with the full weekend. No, well, hold on. You could you could parlay it into tomorrow. You could watch today's January sixth committee hearing, mm-hmm. and you could. You, you could you could narrow down what you think the moment of today's hearing was, and we can give away something else tomorrow morning. We could do that, yeah. Call into the afternoon show. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we could. But that would mean you'd have to watch the last... Well, I'm going to watch. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to watch. Just, just to see, you, you know what it is, you know who the guest host is, you know what the script's going to be, you they're, know they're going to recommend... They're going to recommend criminal charges against President Trump today. You're going to hear and the I same hear, arguments. I want to hear the, the rest of the testimony that hasn't been laid out there. I want to hear what they have to say. Do you want it to continue next year? Do you want the Republicans to switch it up and do the other version of the January 6th committee? I. Uh, no, I would like to see an unbiased court deal with this. I would like to see the Ooh. Justice Department go through an investigation and then bring it to the forefront. Okay. I don't think it belongs in the hands of politicians to begin with. Now, the committee itself, very biased. Can we agree on that? Yes. It's yes. very biased. Yes. But the testimony is still the testimony. It's sworn statements from people it's who were there. It's on the record. Yeah. But they could have, I mean, anything in the media is on the record. Sure. If, if if it's recorded, it's on the record. When you're in front of Congress and you got to swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, I think that's worth hearing. But when you speak to any microphone, when you give any any interview, doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be the truth. It's still on the record. Doesn't have it's to be still the truth. evidence. It's still testimony. Sure, but it look in the court of public opinion. Yeah, look, I've said this uh, uh, for a long time. Perception is reality. Mm-hmm. And the it's perception, yeah. the perception is this is politics. This is what they're trying to do: give you a perception of something and let that be the reality that takes over. I'm not buying all of that because I know it's biased, but I still want to hear the testimony. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Who do you trust to take the investigation from this point forward? Because the Department of Justice is already investigating. 
They're, they're already doing it. Department of Justice, FBI, CIA, NSA, Capitol Police, all of it. But if you want to get down to the nitty-gritty of what happened on January 6th and hold everybody who needs to be held accountable, held accountable, who do you trust to investigate that? Because for, for me, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, it sure as hell isn't Congress. No, it's not Congress. Wasn't con- It's not Congress now, and it won't be Congress then. No. This you were show, on the right page. This, this show... This biased, slanted show, I've had enough. I don't need another season of opposite slant. Although that would be equal time. Sure. I understand what you're saying. 208-336-3700. If I want the FBI to investigate, because they should be non-biased. They should just go where the evidence takes them, not be directed by political players not be directed by political bias. However, we have also seen in times past that that's not always the case. Department of Justice, who are they answering to? Current administration. Attorney General. Don't tell me politics aren't being involved there. So if you want the truth to come out, and and there's a number of people that want Nancy Pelosi held accountable because of the uh, sergeant-at-arms, and for those of you that say that, that's a two-parter. Mm-hmm. That's that's Nancy Pelosi and um, and McConnell and Mitch McConnell. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. I'd also want the uh, I'd also want the testimony of the intelligence from that day, because again, that's the that's the answer. The intelligence of the day said they didn't need extra police. Well, who do you trust then to get to the bottom of it? If it's not Congress, and you and I agree there. Who do you trust? Because there's one thing that we don't want to have. We don't want this day to repeat. We don't want these actions to repeat. And for those of you that think the the election was stolen, if if that's your chant, fine. 99.9% of you believe the election was stolen, that the election was rigged, and didn't storm the Capitol on January 6th. Right. Either you went to work or... You, you you stayed home, you were here. Most of us, present company included, it's Nathaniel's first day here. <laughs> he thought every day was going to be like January oh, 6th. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't know that, Nathaniel. Oh, yeah. Whoops. 208-336-3700. Sorry. sorry for the loaded, heavy question on a Monday, but if you, if you don't trust anybody, and, and that's fine, who do you trust then to take it forward? Somebody's going to. 208-336-3700. Don't just say what you don't want to happen. What's the solution? What's the answer? Want some calls coming up next. The Great One. Mark Levin. Tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris. Live and local on News Talk KBOI. Got a couple options on the table. I'm Nate Shellman. He's Rick Worthington. More importantly, you're on the phones, 208-336-3700. Do you want the next Congress to do the next version of the January 6th committee? Or do you want to hand it off to law enforcement? Those whose job it is to investigate crimes. Again, 
they're already doing that. The Department of Justice is already investigating. What the January 6th committee is expected to do, uh, to do today is to recommend criminal charges for Donald Trump. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. I get an email here who says, how about we just watch Carrie Lake's hearing instead of January 6th? And by the way, you can't use the FBI for January 6th. They were the ones entrapping innocent citizens. Why nothing on the January 6th bomber? They have footage of him. Why no questioning of Ray Epps? Who's innocent? Who is it they're claiming is innocent? When you have somebody who is riling up the crowd, among those riling up the crowd, and the thought is, is that person was sent by the FBI to rile up the crowd and get everyone to storm the Capitol. It's a theory. I haven't seen any of that. It's all I've seen plenty of it online. It's a theory that's out there. Which to go to this person's uh to go to this person's answer, if you don't want the FBI to investigate and I get it, then whom? If the answer is not the FBI because you don't trust the FBI, if the F, if if the uh if the answer is not the Department of Justice, then who? Who do you want to hold somebody accountable? We have a whole we have a we have a whole slew of ideas out there and nobody likes the possibilities. Everyone's slanted. Everybody's everyone's biased. Everyone's dirty. Everyone's in on it. Well, can I make a point, please? Sure. People who are hardcore Donald Trump lovers, if you don't say nice things about Donald Trump, then automatically they disregard what you say because you can't possibly love our country if you don't like Donald Trump. Donald Trump did not accept the results of Election Day. Does that mean he was guilty of a crime? Did Donald Trump directly, again, did he tell anyone... Go break down the windows, go punch people, go steal stuff from offices, go commit crimes. I have an email from John. He says, regarding the January 6th House hearings, Trump booster Nate is ignoring the facts. Yes, actual facts, not Trump's witch hunt kangaroo court versions. The actual facts are... The House created the January 6th committee after Senate Republicans used a filibuster to defeat a proposal to create an independent commission to investigate the attack on the Capitol, during which more than 150 police officers were injured as pro-Trump rioters interrupted the peaceful transfer of power. Goes on to say over 95% of those who testified were Republicans in the Trump administration. Two Republicans are on the committee. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy originally nominated other Republicans to serve on the committee, including Ohio's Jim Jordan, who is himself the subject of the investigation. When Nancy Pelosi refused to seat Jordan, McCarthy withdrew all other Republicans. Two Republicans who served refused to follow McCarthy's orders. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. Do you want to see this Congress... Take it into the next session. Do you want to see another? Do you want to see January? If it was a waste now and it was biased, do you want to see them what? 
Do you want to see them take it further? Do you want to see them uh, subpoena others? See, you know what? Hey, let's let's see if Nancy will answer a subpoena. Let's see if the former uh, let's see if the former sergeant at arms will answer a subpoena. How about get all, how about get everybody who opened doors and moved barriers aside? Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Lee Meridian, you're on News Talk KBY. Go ahead, Lee. Hey guys, um, if you watch the mainstream media, you're going to have one version of events, and it's only a manipulated version of events. Fantastic. And Who's going to get to the bottom of it? I don't think anybody is. There's there's too much manipulation going on. And, yeah, for example, somebody, you mentioned this guy Ray Epps, right, as an example. Mm-hmm. And he was inciting, like, they they want to accuse Trump for generic incitement, right, because he didn't say anything specific. He just said, go to the march. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna march down to the Capitol. Yeah, exactly. But then you've got a guy in the crowd on video. There's two or three people that recorded the guy specifically saying, We've got to go into the Capitol. We got to, you know, he kept he kept specifically saying we can't just go to the Capitol. We got to go into the Capitol, mm-hmm. and it comes out. Originally, he came out. He was on the list as a government. Uh, he was on the list as a okay. as a um, Lee Lee. I I I don't want to replay the whole thing. Well, the reason I'm the reason I'm bringing it up uh-huh. is because they presented his name in Congress. Right. Right. And they dismissed it, and they know he's an FBI agent. They were asked. They asked if he was fantastic. If he, fantastic. Lee, Lee, you're not the first person to say any of this. You're not. I know. And, and, and so, so here's no. Your 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 point is well taken. However, does do you want to see more investigation by the next Congress? No, I don't. But your co-host, your co-host made a comment like he didn't hadn't seen any of this stuff. And that's the reason I was bringing it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you very much. I'm not being condescending. So we have a situation like January 6th, and this is going to be a horrible comparison. Horrible comparison warning. Huge fight during the Frisco Bowl. Mm -hmm. Huge fight. Punches thrown. Late hit out of bounds. Looked like the ref was being hit. Nobody got ejected. Nope. We all saw it. We all saw it happen. We don't want it to happen again. Offsetting penalties start over. Let's play. Yeah. yeah. So, lead. I, I, you're still there. I don't want to let you go. Are you saying just let just let it go? Is that really where we go from here? Just let January six go. Just let it go. Well, if it's if it's about Trump, yes. If you want to investigate the rest of it, go ahead. If you want to investigate how I think the Dems incited it and how the government incited it, I think we should investigate that. But so, so you want you Trump want alone. your theory investigated, and I guess the Trump theory has been investigated. To your point, you don't want to just not go where the evidence takes you. That's how you investigate anything. You go where the evidence takes you. Otherwise, you get into bias confirmation or confirmation bias. Lee, appreciate the call. Lee wants to, Lee says drop it unless you're going to investigate other options. 208-336-3700. Department of Justice, again, is already investigating. 
January 6th committee, probably going to recommend criminal charges. Department of Justice does not have to react to those recommendations. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. This is Casper and Chris. It is the Casper and Chris show. However, neither one of us are named Mike or Chris, no nope. Casper or Walton. I'm nope. Nate Shellman. He's he's Rick Worthington. January 6th committee expected to wrap up today. Mm-hmm. And again, falling in suit with the everybody hates Rick. And here's why. <laughs> you know, you you adding validity to the January 6th testimony angers people i know it does but i i could be the guy that just tells you what you want to hear i could be that guy or i could be honest and tell you what i really think about it okay and i tend to believe that the the news guy should tell the truth should always tell you the truth about whatever story is going on in this case i'm giving you an opinion about how i feel about something i just i like to be honest so when you say it's valid you know explain what that means because Okay, here we go. People that want to tell you that you don't need to listen to anything the January 6th committee is doing because of who is asking the questions Mm -hmm. is telling me that the testimony isn't relevant because of who's asking the questions. I say the testimony is the testimony regardless of who's asking the question. But I also know that somebody should be asking for the other side of the story and that we're not hearing that. And I understand that. And I want to hear the whole story. But the testimony is the testimony. It's given truthfully from someone who is in the Trump White House, handpicked by the president to be there. Truthful sworn testimony is testimony, regardless of who's asking the question. And if you're telling me I can't listen to what they have to say because you don't like the person asking the question, I don't agree with that. And that's how I feel. It's my opinion the testimony is the testimony. Now, to the uh, gentleman that called me uh, Trump Trump, Trump lover? Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow, you've never listened to my show. So, I, I have been very critical of Trump to the point of ticking people off. Not as much as Rick, but... No. Well, depends. It depends on the circumstance. Sure. Uh, neither one of us are lining up to get an NFT. Uh, no. No. So, no. I don't have a red hat. That being said, um, that being said... For everybody is saying, well, this this is this is what happened. This is what happened. If you believe this is the only thing that happened, if you believe that nobody owes any other questions or nobody owes any other answers because you made up your mind because you don't like him, because you made up your mind because Trump is egotistical, because you made up your mind because he was a sore loser, understand you're part of the problem, too. Mm-hmm. All right? We... Are the jury in the court of public opinion? We are the jury, and people pick their sides from the get-go. From this, I don't know of, I don't know, I really don't know of too many people whose minds were changed as a result 
of the uh, of these committee hearings. I, I don't. Have you heard of anybody among your circle of friends? They go, "Wow, you know what? I used to think mm-hmm. I used to think one thing, but then I saw this committee hearing, and now now I think, ooh, now." No, I don't think so. Honestly, no. I don't, I don't think it swayed opinion one way or the other. Okay. I really don't. So, what was this all for? If the end result may or may not result in a in criminal charges, which I think a lot of people want, and I think that even the people that want those criminal charges probably have a good idea that they're not going to stick, but they just want to see it. They They just want to see somebody, because you know the cameras are going to be there, somehow that when when somebody gets arrested or charged with a crime that will be that will be must see tv that will be an audio moment and when that happens all this is is to basically keep him from winning the next election because people had already made up their mind that he's going to run for office again if we keep dragging his his name through the mud let's just keep him from winning and it's it's going it, it's going to have an effect it already has had effect in some circles there is trump fatigue all of us here i think that's true yeah yeah i mean when 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 you have other republicans saying hey is there anybody else who i don't know isn't under investigation is there anybody else i don't know who may make a better public presentation the doubts already creeping in so I don't know if the end result was actually handcuffs or just keep the guy from the White House. I don't know. I'm not involved in those commi- I, I I'm not involved in, in those meetings. But I think the consensus of lots of Republicans out there who are, you know, not necessarily how do I put this? They 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 liked some of the policies of Donald Trump. I'm one of them. I love the results. I like what he was doing. Yeah. I just don't want the circus tent at the White House. And there was a circus tent every day at the White House, and I don't like it. So, you know, can can we have the policies? Can we have all the things that conservatives want to happen in the White House without having Sideshow Bob doing everything else? I, I just I just want to take care of the things that are important and not the garbage that was that comes along with it. You and I will never know, and, and, and this goes for, for everybody listening, none of us will know which part of these committee hearings were taken uh, in, into context by the Department of Justice already. We don't have access to that because they have an ongoing investigation, and if you've covered, if you've listened to news, if you've read news, you'll, you'll know that a number of them do not comment on ongoing investigations. Right. Oh, we, we already have this person's testimony. Ooh, we didn't know this. We want a copy of that. We don't know. We don't know what was brought up that the Department of Justice didn't already have, and sure. we're not going to know. The only thing we're going to know from here from the Department of Justice is either A, they're going to charge, or B, they're not. And to think that it's only going to be one person, we have no idea who it's going to be. And there is that part of me, man. There, there, there really is. There's that part of me. Go well. What about the flip side? How would other people act under you know under the same type of atmosphere? You know, mm-hmm. why not put Jim Jordan on that? Why not put other Republicans on that? Why not put every? Why not have McCarthy? Because you know he would have a long line of volunteers sign up and go. All right, you're on it. You get on it. 
Oh, by the way, we'll 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 pick a we'll pick a couple Democrats too. I would rather see that than what we're going to see today. I really would. I would like to see an unbiased. Well, I can't say that because they're all. It's biased. not going to be unbiased. Yeah, they're all biased. It, I'm er, saying I would like to that. see some balance, which is what we try to do in the news department. You know, we we try and tell you here are the facts as we know them, and try and tell you what the other side is saying as well. It's not the facts as we know them. It's the facts as they see them. They saw the fact that Donald Trump was the you know, evil incarnate from the get-go, and these everything they have presented on record goes to prove their point, not disprove it. No, I, not cast I get out. that. But look, even when we have you know somebody that's going to be a nominee for the Supreme Court, you're going to have both sides asking questions. Didn't have that here. That's what I want to see. Didn't have it here. You had Republican representation from somebody, from two people who already fell in line with the other Democrats. Do you want the political photo negative of that just for the sake of having it? The arguments being this cost, this cost money, this cost millions of dollars. There's a number of other things that need, need addressed right now. Liz Cheney is not a bleeding heart lib. If she hadn't stepped out in front of Donald Trump, nobody would have a problem with her. She's as conservative as they come. But the fact that she didn't like what's going on and what happened on January 6th and stepped out in front of it got her voted out in Wyoming. Do you want She's to, as conservative as they, as they come. Do you want to see the conservative version of January 6th? 208, that's the question on the table. 208-336-3700. And all the, all the other theories that are out there. I'm not discounting any of the other theories. I'm not. Who do you trust to investigate it? Who do you trust to get to the bottom of it? Who do you trust to bring some closure? Because I think that's what a lot of people want. They they want closure. That's all. We just somebody somebody fouled up. And it can't just be the people who went in. Can't just go after Granny Maga and say, ah, we got her. We got her. Pam Hemphill. Yeah, we, we got her. You glossed over my point. Liz Cheney is conservative, very conservative, all the way down the line. She's as strong a conservative woman as we've seen in Washington in a long time. Cheney is a last name that resonates among conservatives. But she stepped out in front of Donald Trump, and that was a big mistake, apparently. But she's not liberal. I hear your opinion on Liz Cheney. Okay. Am I wrong? I hear your opinion on Liz Cheney. She's not. Am I wrong? Depending on who you talk to. I mean, listen, you're either a bleeding heart. uh, And and this is why I kind of, you know, had some fun with you for the first hour of today's program. Oh, Rick's a liberal. Rick's a liberal. Rick's not a liberal. Rick's a Rick. Something like that. (laughs) No, I'm I'm just saying you're a Rick. I'm a Nate. We don't we don't sit we, we we don't get delivered talking points and go, oh, how do I feel about this today? Well Oh this is how I feel about Oh, that's this today. how I've got to feel. That's, that's right. how that's how oh, I gotta cover geez. today's news. Good thing I got that out of the secret liberal Mike media file. Middleton, real quick, you're on News Talk KBY. Go ahead, Mike. Do you want to see this go into the next Congress? 
not really, but yeah, I guess you have to show both sides of it and turn it into a uh, like a real hearing where there's cross examination from both sides and put something to hearsay. You should call it as hearsay. To call Liz Cheney, who is a globalist, not an American first person at all, uh, a, a true conservative, she's as progressive as Barack Obama. Progressives are on both sides of the aisle. They believe in big government, and they believe in big government control and planning. And, that, and she's one of them. Man, and, that's and not what her record her, shows. That's not what her record uh, she, shows. She's not, her entire family are global. And they have put us in the position we are now as a country where we've sold ourselves out. And, that, and, and her family is part of that. And, and it's on both sides of the aisle. And that's why... So many people want a guy like Donald Trump to stand up for America because these establishment types on both sides of the aisle have been selling us out forever, and, and I think most Americans are just tired of it. All right, Mike. You know, and all right, all right, Trump, Mike. Uh, enough, enough with Liz Cheney talk. Who needs to be held accountable for January sixth? Your opinion, right now. Uh, anybody that didn't. Uh, have proper security there anybody that opened the door and let people in all of those people should be fired i'll buy that i'll buy that mike i gotta hit a break here i do appreciate the call kevin you're up when we come back be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll free 1-800-529-kboi now back to casper and chris on news talk kboi I mean, there's part of me that wants to see it, but there's then I go back to the to the other talking points and the beliefs that I have. If you're just going to give a biased slant as a committee, then, you know, we don't need to pay for it. Felt that way about this current January 6th committee, and if they have a theory that they're going to prove to us that other people need to face ramifications more than somebody else, well, Great. But at some certain point, I'm going to want the professionals to take over, and I can't find anybody that had that thinks the Department of Justice or the FBI or any law enforcement team politically is non-biased. 208-336-3700. Kevin Caldwell. Good morning. Hey, Rick. I just You got me to call. There's no way you'd put... Uh... Cheney and, and conservative in the same sentence. I okay, mean, she let, is... let me offer a rebuttal to that. <laughs> Liz Cheney voted with Donald Trump 93% of the time while he was in office. How is that not a conservative voter? I'm not calling Donald Trump a conservative either, but you're bashing the name conservative by doing that. She is a warmongering establishment globalist. Three presidents have stood in the way of that in our country's history, they are Kennedy, Nixon, and Trump. They've all been removed. That's the kind of person she is. Follow, if you want to know where that money, where, who she is, follow her net worth in her time in office. Just go see where that money came from. She went from like a million to like $30 million net worth. Kevin, who I should mean, be held accountable? Kevin, Kevin, who should be held accountable okay. for January 6th? I don't think you can tell until you have a thorough investigation. The Capitol Police took down barriers. Nancy Pelosi stood in the way, and the FBI is definitely involved. Okay. None of them were investigated. I really so, appreciate your opinion, by the way. It's okay if we disagree. Who, who do you trust then to investigate I that? 
I don't know. I really don't have a lot of faith. Somebody at the end of a barrel of a gun right now. Well, that would I would say that would be the most biased person. I appreciate the call, Kevin. I mean, when people say this needs to be thoroughly investigated, you're not wrong. I want to believe, again, the Pollyanna part of me wants to believe that the, the Department of Justice is thoroughly investigating it mm-hmm. free of political bias, right? Because there's one thing that we all want. None of us want this to happen again. I can agree with somebody that says Liz Cheney is politically biased because she hates Donald Trump. But I can't agree with somebody that says she's not a conservative. She's conservative all the way down the line on all the major talking points and all the major electable points for a Republican. And at the end of the day, all they're going to do is make a recommendation that the the department doesn't have to follow. Right. Hey, we recommend you charge this person. Right. Thanks for your recommendation. Everybody that wants to point at Liz Cheney as being a, you know, a, a turncoat or a rhino, it's not what her voting record says. But when we get into the ad hominem attacks, when we get into the personal attacks on as as far as who's on it, we the ultimate the ultimate fix is who messed up, who needs to be held accountable, who mm-hmm. criminally messed up, not politically, not morally. We're talking about crimes, criminally. Who needs to be criminally held accountable for this? We're going to talk about this tomorrow. Guaranteed. See you tomorrow, Nate. Later.